All right, everybody. Welcome back welcome to another back. fabulous episode of Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Ella. And I'm Bernie Say. Bernie Say. What is up? How are you doing? I'm a little sweaty girl right now because I've been up and down running errands, worked, and then like there's like exciting things happening. I have been really working on trying to like get into pop-ups in New York. Like it took me two years, but I'm getting my shit together. Okay. Um, okay. So I have one, I believe it's next week in the Lower East Side. I'll post more details once like I know exactly the date. Um, and yeah, so I'm just really excited because I have been making like custom outfits. So I don't have like stock of anything. I just have like a bunch of random shit I've made. So I kind of got myself together and I was like, what should I make for this? And I'm like building my own like tiny little store situation and it's really cute. Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh, fun. Yeah. We love that little forward progress, little funsies. Well, that's exciting. First of many pop-ups. Yes. Yes. So that's what I've been up to. What about you, Ella? What if y'all... So first and foremost, I went and saw Taylor. Okay, saw T Swifty. Oh yeah, you did. That shit was wild, dude. I I'm not gonna say like life changing because it was, but it just was honestly like it's one of those things where it's like you don't you can't really explain to someone like what something means to you. And I'll just tell you this funny story. Um, it makes me feel so old thinking about it. But uh, Taylor Swift put out her album. Fearless second album, you know we love that album, uh, and it's got a couple. It's got a couple bangers on there, and the one is "You Belong to Me." Okay, so back in the day before we had the internet in our homes, we you would load music onto your iPod when you're connected to the landline in your fucking home, and I wasn't allowed to torrent music on the family computer so i couldn't steal music no lime wire for us no lime wire i was aware of it but i was not allowed to have it and so i got itunes gift cards you know quarterly you'd get a quarterly 25 dollars gift card you have to be like what am i gonna spend this on i spent it on taylor swift and i would sit in my bedroom and middle school and high school and rewatch this you belong to me video because you only had so many fucking videos on your ipod nano this screen i'm telling you one inch by like 1.4 inches i'd listen to this over and over again and i'm like this bitch is speaking to me we're oof. the same person oof so 17 years later i'm like seeing her irl and i i, I have good seats i can afford to be here it's my first taylor swift concert because every other concert i don't have no monies i could not go yeah right and so it was like oh my god look at me look how far we've come taylor we've come a long way since my bedroom in seventh grade okay you did it we i made it mama mama we made it so that was super fucking fun i had a blast literally it was a crazy day I got a little sunburnt waiting for merch. It was, but it was fun. It was like a festival experience. I heard the Swifties have found candy. Oh yeah, um, it's a whole vibe. I'm gonna need. Them it was. To, I'm gonna need them to know. Plurt. Did they? Did they trade? Like, no, not like okay, that. They okay. did not trade like that. It was more like. Okay, here it it's it had this exact same energy because it had like a let me find one for you yeah, kind yeah. of thing. 
but then they just like handed each other. It was honestly really cute and wholesome. I was like, I was kind of loving it. There was a lot of really like young girls, like children there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, oh, babes, I would love to have had 10 Taylor Swift albums to listen to. I only had like the two. You did. They do have a lot more music. They do have a lot more music. They don't even know. They don't even know what it's like oh, to be 16 and grieving with Taylor Swift in the background. You belong with me. Teardrops on my guitar came out when I was like 14. It, Oof. It hit fun. different. It did. And literally whatever I tell someone like you belong to me was my song. They were not like, weren't you cheer captain? And I was like, not at the time, bitch. It took me. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. We were I wasn't that on girl. It. I was not that girl until the twelfth grade, and boys still didn't like me then. And so I thought that like I was the girl in the bleachers because I was until fucking my senior year. But uh, yeah, that was epic. Um, obviously, I'm super duper. I'm like having like post Taylor Swift depression though because the music oh. doesn't sound the same anymore babes no. it was so good and it like encompassed my whole body that now I listen to it and I'm like I need better headphones because this is not cutting it <laughs> I'm not feeling it like I used I'm to. not feeling it <laughs> but yeah blissful time blissful time all right I'm excited to get more details about your pop-up. We will make sure yes. to post that on Instagram. Oh, so, like, you will get usually, You will see my say, shit everywhere. <laughs> usually we plug the Instagram at the end, but, like, I want... I, I Bitch, I've seen the stats. Y'all don't listen to the very end end. So we need to plug it at the beginning. Yes. It's thanks, yes. the number four, your concern. And you can find Berenice at Berenice... Diaz, M, M as in mommy, okay? (laughs) Um, It will most likely officially be uh, Sunday, August 6th um, uh, in the Lower East Side. And I I know there's like a lot of friends that don't live in New York. So I'm also putting my, the available items live on my website at the same time. So you can like online shop or like be there. Ooh, drop! Well, you guys heard it here first. There's a new drop coming. There's a new drop coming, so stay tuned. Limited items only. Okay. Um, <laughs> shall we... Uh, my promotion, self-promotion is over. Shall we, like, get into the episode? Yes, it is so... Okay. It is, it's juicy. Let's do it. talk about something that I've just been I don't know I've just I guess I've really been not about the bullshit there's things going on in my life that had just made me reprioritize really get down to what's important and if there's like any bullshit surrounding me I'm just ready to kind of cut it and one of the biggest things I've been kind of like asking myself and reflecting on is like basically what does it mean to be part of somebody's life right Yeah, because, okay, so (laughs) something funny that kind of happened to me. This is one of the scenarios, but I was talking to a boy I like, and he kind of introduced me to, like, a bunch of his family members, like, friends, you know, like, integrated me a little bit into his life. And that wasn't the nature of our 
of our relationship ever. It started like very casual. And then like years later, this came about. And now the communication is like super weird because we're like not used to communicating. But like there could be like trips coming up and things where we like have to communicate. And I was just talking to him and I was like, you know what? Like you did this. Like you kind of got to figure out like where you want me because like you introduced me to all these people. And now maybe I have some expectations that means you have to text me back or you have to check in on me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure how this works, but um, that's kind of like what got me thinking. I'm like, men really be out here like integrating you to every part, every crevice of their friends, groups, family, whatever, and then be like, you're so delusional. Like, how can you think I was trying to be with you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Been there, baby. <laughs> Um, and that made me start thinking. <laughs> so what does it mean to be part of somebody's life? Are you in? Or are or you out? Are you know, you out, um, babes? exactly. I, I think like when you enter somebody's life, there's a little bit, you have to accept a little bit of responsibility, a little bit of expectations that come with being in somebody's like life circle. They have feelings, you know, so you have to kind of like care for another being. Um, and I don't think people really understand that when they embed themselves in somebody's life. Well, I I kind of came to this realization maybe my sophomore year of college where it's just like, oh, damn, like, I think I just had a situation where I realized that a guy care, cared way more than I thought he cared or I thought he should care or that I cared. And I think I kind of made the... Um, like, I guess the bad assumption or the bad choice to think that, like, I was treating him with the golden rule, with, like, treat him the way that I wanted to be treated. And in my mind, this is casual. This is very, this isn't, this isn't even casual. This is, like, nothing. Like, we are nothing. We're not even friends. We're not even hooking up. I, like, it was one of those weird things where he had a crush on me. I knew it. And I just, like, didn't give a fuck, right? Oof. So you were playing him. No, I don't. I was not playing him. I'll give you a little bit more context okay. on why okay. I feel I wasn't fully in the wrong, but I like. Okay. <laughs> we had a situation. Mm-hmm. We, we had a situation where we just ended up alone together, but it was not like. It wasn't like that. Like, it was just more like things had gotten out of hand at a party, and we basically were like, we have to go. We both decided to leave. Okay. I oh. told him straight up, I was like, hey, I'm like not. I'm not interested in doing anything with you like that at all. Nothing. Nada. And he's like, okay, cool. Got it. Later on, he tried something and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you were being serious about that. I thought, I thought that you were just like saying that. So you did not give me the wrong idea. I thought maybe I didn't know you were dead ass about that. And I was like, oh, I'm dead as a fucking doornail i'm celibate bitch i i established a boundary that you didn't respect (laughs) so i told him i was celibate because i really was not trying to go there with this guy but i also didn't want to put myself in a dangerous situation because i didn't know him that well yeah Uh, fast forward safe yeah and i and then after that night i could tell that he liked me and mm. we had to be in the same place cuz we had mm. similar friends mm. i was not feeling him like that mm. but would i let him buy me drinks yeah mm. <laughs> for sure would i let him give me rides 10000% as a lady should <laughs> yeah and then i met his roommate 
and his childhood friend. And I was obsessed, fell in love immediately. Started going out with that guy, started hooking up with him. And it got weird between me and his roommate because he was like, I didn't even realize how much my roommate liked you. And I was like, I didn't either. And then I lost both of them. And then, you know, he didn't want to tell me that it really hurt him that I was not, in fact, celibate. And (laughs) I had been hooking up with his roommate. Right, right, right. It got messy. And I realized, you know, I could have taken a little bit better care of this guy's feelings just because I didn't give a fuck and I didn't think he gave a fuck because we had never hooked up. He did give a fuck. And I was hanging out with him enough to, like, maybe I wasn't leading him on, but I was being nice to him. I was hanging out with him. I was letting him give me rides and buy me drinks. Maybe I should have taken a little better care. You were leading him on a little bit. Yeah. I actually think we were being friends, and but I knew he liked me, right? <laughs> and I should have had the forethought to know that if a guy likes you, you can't be friends with him like that. I mean, I, I think that you. you can, but you have to make the boundaries very clear and you have to fend for yourself. I think that's the only way to friend zone a man is to make sure that you're not receiving any gifts. You're not, you're being very clear with your intentions. Even even yeah. drinks, like just you gotta fend for yourself. I mean, every once in a while, if you want to get me a drink, it's fine. But like, I'm gonna fend for myself. Maybe even I'll bring a snack or something. You know, it's like it's like it's yeah. a difference in sort of aura per se. Um, and this was a long story because I honestly think it was funny because his roommate was like, "I knew you weren't fucking celibate." I knew like he was like, "I could tell that you were not celibate." I could tell it was like, just some shit what you, do you were mean? saying. To him. And I was like, he was like, "Dude, I caught vibes off of you. Like I knew for a fucking fact." Anyways, anyways, long story short, I just it kind of gave me this realization that I need to be a little bit more careful on how I interact with people. And even though I might not give a fuck, they might give a fuck. And so I should treat them like they give a fuck instead of how I'm feeling about the situation. That it, look at you, taking accountability, reflection. We love that. Mm -hmm. We, in this podcast, admit our wrongs. There's nothing, honestly, I feel like if you're going to do something shitty and if you're going to be shitty, you should own it. Okay. I hate being around people who can't accept that they're shitty. Oh, everybody's a little shitty here and there. There's nothing more annoying than somebody being like, I didn't even know that that, that hurt your feelings. I'm like, oh, you didn't, you didn't see that action as shitty, even though I came out of that room crying, screaming, puking. And you like kind of saw that, or you kind of knew I was upset. You didn't think that, that you were shitty? Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, it's very sad to me because not everyone's as good of a person as I am. No, I, I don't like to say I'm a good person, but I think a lot of us have very kind hearts. I know everyone that listens to this podcast are emotionally intelligent and are a lot of good people. And some people, I don't even think they're necessarily bad people, but have you been watching the latest Too Hot to Handle? No, I haven't. Okay, there's a little bit of drama because this guy keeps... He, she, he is homie hopping, right? Just hop, 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 Ugh. hop. He's not with a girl for a day before someone knew. Da, 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 da. You could say that like, oh, he's maniacal. He's manipulative. He is a womanizer. Or what I think is true, which I think is probably true, is he's just looking out for number one and not really 
understanding the gravity of other people's emotions mm-hmm. and kind of doing what I did, which is, hey, if I were her, I wouldn't be mad at me. So she shouldn't be mad at me. Right. But you're assuming of, like other people's feelings when they might be quite different. Exactly. <sighs> yikes, yikes, yikes. I think um, as part of that, we have to kind of reflect when we're like unable to meet somebody's expectations. Like mostly in relationships and friendships, etc. Even in your relationships with your family. Like I know that sometimes I'm not like people are different. I'm not going to communicate the same way somebody else is going to communicate. I don't have the same friendship that another person has with you. So it's kind of like up to you to communicate how you expect me to treat you. And it's also up to me to communicate if I can meet that. Right. Um, in an, in one instance that this really came about for me was like, with my ex-boyfriend and, um, you know, I would say around year two, you realize if people are going to change or not, if uh, the habits that you have found to be draining in your relationship are going to move or not. So around year two, some things came about that I was like, listen, I love you, but these things got to change. And, you know, you can get the yes, 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 I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then by year four, those things haven't changed. Uh, yeah, that was very detrimental. I wish that he would have realized at year two that he could have not met those expectations because it would have saved a lot of time, effort, emotional, everything. Um, but, you know, I, I would say maybe maybe he thought he thought he could meet them. But I just remember when we were like during our final like breakup after year four, um, he would he was like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I'm never going to be able to meet that. And that made me really angry. <laughs> because I was like, damn, it took you four years to realize that? Because this wasn't new. <laughs> so sometimes accepting that you're not going to be somebody's cup of tea, you know, like, let them know. Let, let, them, let them know and let them go. Um, and some people will tell you that. I think it's in my... Most recent of experiences, when you're, like, crushing on somebody and they're telling you, like, it's not going to happen, there's a reason why they're telling you it's not going to happen. They have figured out, like, the type of person you are looking for and have realized they are not that person, baby girl. Yeah. And sometimes I think, like, we get so caught up in the fact that we like somebody and we think our chemistry is so great that we forget that, like, a lot of people, when we first meet them, put up a front of who they are, right? You're putting the best version of yourself out there. If you may not say everything that comes up into your mind, mainly if something that they say comes up and you're like, oh, I don't know, I want to bring up my experience with that. Personally, I'm not like that. But I have found <laughs> in the recent years of dating that men will literally take themselves out there like, yeah, like, I don't see it. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so amazing. Like, you're a loser. Why can't you see it? They they know who they are and they know what they're willing to give and what they're not. And sometimes you got to you just got to listen and you got to trust them. <laughs> you got to go. OK, so it's hilarious <laughs> that you bring this up because I had like the weirdest like. 
I, I've been working on forgiveness. Okay, we're forgiving people. <laughs> forgiveness is something you give. It's just something you you let go of yeah. harboring negative emotions towards for others. Yourself. For yeah. yourself. This isn't for them. It's for for me. Because honestly, a lot of the people that I fucking hate don't don't know I hate them. They literally could care less. They have no fucking idea that I fucking think about them. So I woke up to someone I dated making a genuinely funny, kind comment on one of my TikToks, okay? And (laughs) I just, like, fucking laughed to myself, and I was like, you know what? I should really... I should have listened to this dude. Like, he didn't really play me because he told me who the fuck he was. I just wasn't listening, and I really thought I was going to change him, you know? And so I just kind of was like, damn, like... With people taking themselves out of the running, sometimes guys will tell you, like, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship, but for whatever reason, we want to be in a relationship, and that doesn't, we don't leave. And so, like, I have to, like, kind of take ownership for some of these very long situationships that went on because I was the person that was looking for the relationship. That should have been, like, my boundary that I upheld. And when a guy was like, hey, you're actually hella cool and dope person. I'm down to still hook up, but I'm not interested in a relationship. That should have been my cue to be like, yo, thank you for letting me know that. I'm looking for a relationship. And it would probably would have saved these crazy bar fights that I would have with this man. You know, these crazy yelling outside of a fraternity at each other about who knows what, because we're both drunk. Um, and I'm, I, I, I've decided bro, we're going to let go of that because they told me that they were not ready to commit. You know, and I saw this TikTok about that actually and they were like, they just set up a boundary with you. That is a boundary. They're not down for that. So you should just go do what you need to do for yourself and respect their boundary. Yeah. You gotta go, babes. You gotta go. You gotta go. Um, Yeah, it's, and I think in the same way, of you realizing that so maybe you're not down for some shit um you gotta you gotta accept when when maybe some people just like are not good for you all right that's all around and and i think that's okay sometimes it's really hard to accept that people we've been friends forever or somebody that's like been there for you just isn't in the best place they're not being the best versions of themselves and you need to take yourself away from that energy. And I would say like, I am a ride or die, but I think that sometimes when you have that mentality and behavior, people can not consciously take advantage of it, but maybe subconsciously. Because sometimes when people are going through some rough times, they forget to respect people's boundaries. They're very caught up in the things that they're going through. And even though you should always, I I love being there for my friends. You need to realize when this friendship is hurting me as a being, it's like hurting my energy and it's also hurting them. And sometimes allowing other people to be part of a certain behavior you're also enabling them and also just like allowing yourself around that energy or to kind of doing a disservice to yourself. So I think it's okay to make boundaries with friends and being like, listen, like this environment that you're in, this energy that you are exuding, this is not the person I know. And I'm just going to need to take a step back. And I think that that's fair. I don't think that's you leaving them. That's you just you letting them know, like 
you have now become everybody's problem. <laughs> and even though I'm here for you, I don't want to, I don't want to be part of that. Like, I think it's kind of unfair to wrap other people in your misery, to be honest. Yeah. It's weird getting older. It is. It feels like, like, I, um, being a ride or die seems like essential when you're in like high school and you're in the trenches or even in college when you're like in the trenches with someone and you're like, I need to be here for you no matter what. And then you, then it's like you get older and you're like, God, I got a lot of my own shit going on that I need to handle and I can't take on other people's shit. And Especially if they don't handle it. I think sometimes it's like, you know, different people have different capacities to deal with things. And some people <clears throat> kind of are their own worst enemy. I agree. So I don't blame people. I've, I've had people in my life at certain points who have, like, kind of backed away from friendships with me. Where I look back and I'm like, I think they have, like, a reason. They have a legitimate reason to back off. However, I will say with that, you got to communicate. I don't mind if you need to back up from me because I'm being toxic, but I'm going to need you to let me know that that's what you're doing. Because if not, it's like, damn, you really left me hanging and you don't care enough to communicate, right? And I think, like, with being part of somebody's life, it's taking that responsibility of, like, communication and effort. And it's just through communicating and putting in effort, that's how you show people that you care about them. So if you're not putting effort and you're not communicating, it equals you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that ghosting someone you've gone on two dates with, I think that's chill. I don't think you need to <laughs> tell some dude, hey, um, thank you for going on two dates with me, but you're objectively horrible. Uh, I would never date you in a million fucking years. Please kick rocks. I don't think that's a necessary conversation to have, but I don't think you should, A, ghost somebody you've talked to for, like, if we're talking weeks months i think that's unacceptable i think that you should have some type of conversation with somebody i think that ghosting a friend is just just not the best thing that you can do and i feel like a lot of people on the other side of that with that get no communication feels so crazy and then they create their own narrative i so i agree with you i do think that you don't owe somebody like a whole conversation but even if you went on a couple days and it's not working out, it really takes nothing out of your day to type, hey, like, I appreciate getting to know you. I'm just, like, not feeling like we're a good match. Like, thanks for the time. Bye. Like, you don't have to say much. You really don't have to say much. I think you can say that. Yeah. I think it's valid to be like, I appreciate getting to know you. I just don't see this as a fit. But, like, wish you the best. Goodbye. Like, either actually, like... You look like a bigger asshole by not telling anybody shit than by being straight up like, I'm just not seeing it. We're just not the same vibe. Like, no hard feelings. I le Like, you're great. Goodbye. You know, if you think they're great, you don't have to lie. You really don't have to lie. You can be like, listen, like, getting to like, I appreciate getting to know you. I just don't see this moving forward. Thank you for your time. I love a polite queen. I just think, like, that's less awkward than, like, you running into somebody and being like, oh, yeah, I totally, like, ghosted the shit out of that dude. You know what I mean? And I have, I can be very bluntly honest with people. I think recently this guy asked me, he made me a playlist, but I wasn't feeling it. And I told him, like, I told him, I was just like, you know, I want some friendship. 
And he asked me recently, it's like six months later, he asked me if I listened to the whole playlist. And I was like, honestly, no, I didn't. Like, we have different types of music. And I didn't. I listened to a few, but it was too mellow for me. Like, I appreciate you doing it. But I just I didn't ask you to, you know, like, I, <laughs> like, I truly do appreciate you. But I just I kind of said no. And I wish you would have recognized the vibe. But I, I get it. I'm pretty wonderful. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I think being blunt, being honest, if people get a clear picture, why not? Like, let people move on with their lives. Yeah, you know? maybe. I, maybe I'm just, I just don't like to give people bad feedback. So I just like. Oh, I, I don't mind. At my job, actually, I've become known. I, I don't know if this is because like, our me and Ella's last job was like call out culture was like encouraged. So I spoke my mind. Quick call out. Oh, <laughs> You're kind of being a cunt. <laughs> um, no, but like recently at my job, they're like, Bernice is going to say something. <laughs> and I well, am. Well, well. I'm going to say something. Good feedback and bad feedback. Um, I think that's a lot. It, but we can't, yeah, obviously with candor, you know. <laughs> Be graceful. Be gentle. <laughs> Choose your tone based on the response that you want to get. If you want to let somebody down easy, then be, you know, because maybe they're going to be around and they're going to stay in your lives. So that makes sense. Treat them gently. If somebody keeps embedding and you already said no, be very firm. My, my, my father taught me that. <laughs> let them know your intentions with your tone. Um, and they don't get it after that, then that's when you can block them. <laughs> You spoke your piece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With this podcast, it has been really interesting because sometimes I feel like we have, like, friends who listen to this and other people. And, like, sometimes people get to know us through the podcast because we talk about whatever. But we don't get to know you, right? So it's like, oh, like, it's cool that you feel like you're part of my life, but you need to also give. <laughs> you need to yeah. give me a, a little. Like, it's cool if you don't want to pick up the phone and call me. But you listening to the podcast and getting that as, like, we're friends because I know her, uh, that's just one-sided. Like, I'm not getting that back, right? And it's the same thing with social media. Oh, you watch my stories and you think you know me? You don't know me. Like, I post very, very minimal, very shallow shit on social media. Like, you don't know me. So I think we feel like that's a difference. If you have friends and you're watching their stories and you feel like you're friends because you do that, no, you're just a fan. Honestly, someone was like, oh, I, I watch all your TikToks. Why don't you like all my TikToks then, bitch? You have not liked a single one of my TikToks. How fucking dare you out yourself like this? Because you know what? I like, I comment. Do I sound like a bot? I guess so. But I try, okay? Like the fact that I was like, I literally didn't even know you followed me on TikTok and I have 250 followers. I don't have enough for you to go unnoticed. Like I don't get enough likes for me not to notice that you like things. So the fact that you just say you saw all of my TikToks, I didn't even know you were on that platform. And I reply to every single comment or DM I get from people that reach out to me about the podcast or TikTok. Like I, I love when people put in effort. You know, and sometimes people are so awkward. They're like, stop being so awkward. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, everybody's a human being. Rejection isn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like it's different for a different vibe for like me than for you because you're out. You're in New York. You're gone. 
you know, I'm in Seattle. Babes, I have like a whole new life that it doesn't even, it seems so strange that people that I used to know still listen, if that makes sense. Because I feel so different. And that's like one of those other things that about like, are you in or are you out? It's like, like, I wish I could go back in time and let people out, out and make me make the decision instead of being fully in for other people and waiting for them to be in as well. Like, I wish I would as the person that decided, hey, they're giving me the signs that they're out. I should let them go. I should not hang on here hoping for the day that they realize that I'm here to support them and for them to be in. I feel like specifically I had like a situation ship that lasted years and I can like pinpoint like six or seven times that I wish I had just chosen for myself that they were telling me they were out and letting them be out. And instead of waiting for them to realize that I'm some somebody they want in their life for me to realize they're not someone I want in my life. I don't want someone who is half in, half out, ready to leave whenever, is there when they need something from me, but not there when I need something from them. That is very true. That's how I've been feeling. You get 29 and you're like, man, I wish I would have cut them instead of like waiting for them to come crawling back. Yeah, that's happened to me a lot with friendships. I've had a lot of like friends get boyfriends and go like full ghost where I'm like, damn, we used to be there for each other. And you're kind of hoping they come around and you kind of linger and you kind of not even boyfriends, just like regular friendships in general. I have like a three reach out rule. If you're a guy, I'll reach out to you one time. If you don't reply, that's it. I'm not reaching back out. If you're a girl and you're my friend, I guess this gender doesn't matter. If you're my friend overall, I have a three strike policy. I'm going to reach out. You don't reply. That's cool. Or I'm going to invite you somewhere. You don't want to go. Okay. And then I'll do that three times because I believe that our friendship means something. And I don't want to assume the first time that there's a vibe. But like three is a fucking pattern. So by the third time, if you ghost me, if you bail, if you flake, if you say no, if you're not putting in any effort, then I'm good. I'm just going to, the ball's in your cord and you can leave it there. But that for me, after that third time, if I don't hear from you, in my book, we're done. You're out. <laughs> you have now reached fan territory. Have fun looking at my stories. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Wish you the best. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah. I, and I, I, I feel that way because I'm also not the best at replying. So I do take accountability. Sometimes like people reach out to me and I will be the first to be like, I'm sorry, I've been a bad friend. Like I need to take more time and space to like really appreciate you as a friend and like thank you for being there for me and uh, yeah words of affirmation are like lit all right <laughs> profess your love to your friends if you appreciate them if you've been feeling like maybe you've been not treating them the best or you could be treating them better ask them how you can do that if I'm not the best at texting I'll tell the people hey I'm not that good at texting can we facetime or is there a way where like you don't feel like I am not appreciating your communication with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting better at texting. I'm doing, being more intentional yeah? about it. Yeah. And I mean, I always text back and that's why I fucking have this, you know, 
actually my notifications are pretty mild right now. I'm pretty proud of myself. But the reason why I used to have 65 unread messages is because I wanted to reply. And I was like, okay, if I have it as unread, I'll remember to reply to it. Just because usually people catch, you know, people just catch me when I'm at work and fucking I can't text during work or whatever. And so I would leave these. Right now I have four. And I fully, one of them is from FedEx. I have three that I haven't fucking responded to. I have like 200 on red messages, but my fix has actually been telling people to call me or um, not giving out my phone number. Like if you're not my family or a close friend, you don't need my phone number. You can reach me out on Instagram. I think that's smart. I just can't keep up with everything. I can't can't do it. I can't do it. There's too much going on. Yeah. Um, And I think that's okay. I also, I'm pretty sure I have really bad ADHD. So my, my little brain goes, by the time I make it back to your message, it's been a week. And then it feels really weird to answer after a week. You're like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I meant to reply to this a week ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. I think that, dude, it used to drive me fucking nuts. Because I think it's one thing. If I respond late, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't. Like, I will literally say, I'm so sorry. This is so late. Like, my bad. I meant to text you back to this. I had this guy, he would, like, text me back months later. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're not going to what? What game are we playing? That you're just going to respond to the text I sent you three months ago today. That's what me. fucking, like, what world That's do we live me. in? <laughs> I think it was a little bit That's different, so but sorry. yeah. That's so Listen, okay, people's brains just work differently. Maybe give him another shot, you know? Like, maybe he's a good guy. (laughs) Been gone. Dude, I I mean... (laughs) Yeah, you have to decide whether you're in or out. And I honestly prefer to be the type of person that's in it to win it. I try to... I don't know. I honestly, it's interesting. I, I look to my dad as a form of inspiration because we went to uh, Ziggy Marley Mavis Staples and Trombone Shorty yesterday this motherfucker he can't go anywhere without seeing like four or five people that he knows right and he has put in so much work over the past 70 years in building community by reaching out and always being there for people that I just try to do the same like you know I reached out to someone because they were like starting a podcast and I was like yo if you have any questions like just let me know like equipment wise like I always got you you know uh and they didn't respond whatever fuck it I don't I don't care I don't really care I didn't do it because I like want some type of interaction I just more like wanted to give myself in a way that I can actually serve people um and I'm gonna continue to do that I do that out and about when I'm doing comedy or what the fuck ever I'm probably a little too loose with my phone number but no one ends up ever contacting me but at least I tried you know yeah that's true it all really comes down to effort and what you feel is right but communication effort some goddamn sympathy and some boundaries (laughs) are you in or are you out I don't know people listening to this podcast and like I'm out that bitch is crazy (laughs) Well, I mean, there's more benefits to being in than out. I'm a really great friend. (laughs) I was going to say, honestly, dude, you can always, for me, and what you were saying is that, like, you're going to reach out three times and then the ball's in their court. You know what? I will let someone volley a ball super late. I will, I'm not going to roast you 
for not speaking to me for six months. I don't really care. Like, whatever. I'm not going to come back and, like, burn you. But, um, yeah, I don't know. If somebody... I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are just afraid of the other person's reaction because it's been so long since they've talked. I think it's cool to go reach out. Yeah. You can reach out to me, but I'm going to need a goddamn explanation as to why you decided to ghost me for six months. Um, you can't come back all, oh my god, so what you been up to? Uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> and I think that's fair. I think like, you're allowed to ask your like, friends for explanations, mostly if they changed up their behavior. Like, dude, what's good? What up? <laughs> what up? We don't, you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> and talking about it and getting it out of the way, I think, is kind of, like, the only way to really get through just, like, if you're feeling a certain type of way. Because, obviously, if you're ghosting me, I'm going to feel a certain type of way about it. Most people are. You just ignored me. Like, okay. Doesn't mean you can't come back. Doesn't mean I don't feel like you're a good person. But I am going to need a little two cents of what made this situation go down sometimes i maybe this is me just like projecting the best onto people but usually i don't even take it personally i'm literally like they probably have hella shit going on and i just assume that's what's going on so that's why i kind of just i don't know i think it's hard to i think that's another thing is when you're deciding like if you're gonna have someone in or out of your life you're going to have to kind of take them out of the equation and think about, like, what the fuck do you want? Is this the type of communication that you want? Is this the type of love and affection that you want? Um, and make that decision for yourself. That's very true. <sighs> so think about it. Think about your relationships. And I've been doing that a lot. And I've just been reflecting on the type of friendships I want. And I... I think, like, with me, I'm pretty genuine in my interactions, but there is another category where you can land on with me that's not a good one and it's my fake nice i'm usually not a fake person but if i'm if you do me dirty and i don't care enough about you to like be mad at you you can be an acquaintance i'll be fake nice i'll be like "Mm, polite but like i'm not gonna be reaching out to hang out and you're gonna be like "Mm," confused you're gonna be confused and i think i'm very transparent if i don't like you but i still kind of care you're going to be like, oh, she doesn't like me, but she's she's working through it. And if I'm indifferent and I'm nice, but I don't ask you to be in my life, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. There's a lot of people that I just am pleasant with because I just. I'm polite. Like, yeah. I'm not going to come out here and be aggressive for no reason. You know, like, I'm going to be polite to you, but you don't need to be in my life. And that's okay. I think it's okay not to have people in your life that you don't fuck with. You don't got to like everybody. I don't like most people. <laughs> I mean, I think that's sometimes where I get into trouble is because I don't I don't like spending time with certain people. Like if I don't like you or I'm not vibing uh, yeah. with you, not I don't ask. like to spend time with no. with that person. Uh, yeah. And so if my friend has someone and I'm like, I just don't fuck with them, I'm no longer hanging out with that friend because I just don't have interest in their plus one. My time, like, the time I get to spend with people for me is so important, like, and so precious that why would I want bad energy surrounding the people I love and me? Like, I don't want to have a bad time. I want to have a good time with good people that I care about. (laughs) 
So one time I tweeted, I was like, "Ugh, the worst part about high school is you have to spend time with people that you do not fuck with. And I remember Saul, who is a Seattle rap. Well, he's a rapper, right? He responded and he was like, I felt this, but this like falls away after. Yeah. He said after high school and after college, for sure, that falls away. Like this need, this, I have to be nice to this person. I need to hang out with this person. And so I've taken that shit to heart. If I do not vibe with someone, I'm not hanging out with them. And if they're and I don't even agree to go places where I know there's going to be a bunch of people I don't fuck with. And it takes time to get there. Like, I think obviously, like sometimes you're in certain spaces and you have to be there. But the, the longer I've been in New York and specifically this past weekend, some of like my, I spent time with people I know I've known from high school and I really like them. But we ended up in like Murray Hill, which is like financial district people like very fratty older vibes like they they just graduated Mm -hmm. or they're still like in that vibe and we went to like a club and I was like oh my god I feel like I'm back at Bahala like at this bar from our college town and I was like I need to get out of here I don't like it (laughs) this is not my scene and I didn't even feel like I had a scene until I went there and I was like I'm over here (laughs) I'm over here I, bitch, I mean, obviously, I don't drink, so you don't see me in bars. But, like, towards the end, I just was like, I don't like it here. And now I'm, you know where you can find me? Yoga studios, bitch. You can find me at yoga studios. You can find me doing comedy. You can find me going on hikes and walks. You can see me at concerts. You're going to find me around people and in places I want to be. Life's too fucking short to just be someplace you don't want to be. I don't have enough yeah. time for that shit. Go home, hit up your friends, go go do your scene alone. It turns out after that I realized if I just go to the sp- spaces I like, even if I'm not with anybody, I'll still have a good time. Because oh, yeah. generally the people there are kind of my vibe if they're there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel literally. comfortable in a place and they feel comfortable in a place, you literally feel comfortable at the same place. Which means you probably have things in common. <laughs> uh, dude, I go to concerts, like, literally, like, you know, I usually buy two tickets, but... I start off with the idea. I'm going fucking alone, okay? Why? Bitch, we're all fucking the same. We're in the same fandom, you know? We're in the same fandom. We're the same vibes. Like, let's go fucking let me meet someone in the merch line. And i rather do that than, like, either not go or go someplace I don't want to be. Yeah. Comes with age, okay? And you got to say yeah. goodbye to the people pleasing. And you just got to watch out for you and what you want to do with your time. But, yeah. So... I don't got anything else. You got more? (laughs) Oh, I I always have more, but nothing on this topic. Okay, Okay. so you have to tune in next week for more thoughts. For more more things of your concern. Honestly, y'all, this is the time to tune in because I'm so I'm I'm so much wiser now that I'm 29. I'm just prepping for 30, okay? So I'm just fucking around. But I do feel I had my birthday. The birthday week is over, but I do feel different on this side of like getting so close to 30. I feel old, but in a good way. Like I just feel a little bit more sage, a little bit more wise. Yeah. No, for real. Well, hopefully you get here. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. Um. God willing, as my grandma would say. (laughs) No, I feel that. I've thought about going back and listening to like the first couple of episodes. Different girl. Um, but that's it for me. 
Um, I'll do my reflection later. I'll let you know. Um, I did feel old though. Like my bones hurt, and it's the first oh, yeah. time that like I have felt that, and it it's become really humbling in my experience that I was like, humans were not supposed to live this long, and and now there's like aliens, this. and you know, honestly, I feel like everybody has known, so nobody was like, it's it's no news. Yeah. What yeah. are you talking? What alien? You can't drop about aliens. What are you talking? Oh, what do you mean? There's aliens. Like you know how they like. Like the government had to be like, yeah, there's aliens. No, I, I'm not. I've, when, what? when did they recognize aliens? Like a few days ago, they had to. Oh, like it was Jesus. like a whole like yeah, it was like a hearing, and people came out, and they had to testify. I thought they were saying yes to UFOs. We're having aliens now. Yeah, there's aliens. Okay, there's, next there. let's. I'm gonna do some research. Our next episode's gonna be on aliens. Okay. I've been really into aliens for the past like month. We can talk about it next week. <laughs> okay, next week you guys tune in for aliens. Woo! <laughs> All right, maybe we'll do witches after that. <laughs> we love a good Two of my favorite moment. topics. Yeah. All right. Um. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. We love As you. <laughs> yeah. If if honestly, I hope this doesn't deter anyone that knows me from listening. We love you uh like listening. It's just it, it's a weird vibe when I see honestly, probably not applicable to the people that are listening. You if you've had a little interaction with me in the last six months and you, then maybe it's about you. But um if not, probably not. <laughs> you can tell me how you're doing. You can reach out. Oh if yeah, you have a thought even during the podcast, there's people that do reach out. It's cool. I, I like know. It. it brings me joy. Yeah. Feel free to reach out. I would love this to be a two-way street. Great moral of the story. All right. We already plugged it at the beginning, but I want to plug it again. You're going to need to follow our Instagram and Berenice's as well. Our Instagram is thanks number four. You're concerned. I'm at Ella L. Tudor. And I'm at Bernice ADSM. Okay. Diddle bye. Love you. Bye. bye.